Welcome to Disney Planning Insights. This is a replay of our DPI News and Notes show that we do every Tuesday over on Facebook. To see my smiling face, find us on Facebook at DPI Podcast or on YouTube at the Disney Planning Insights Podcast. Now enjoy this episode after a short ad from our friends at Anchor. Hey, there it is. Wow. Hey, everybody, it's Matt with the DPI podcast. What a terrible start to the show. Um, no, really, uh, today's May the 20th, or May 17th. I'm trying to get way too far ahead in the month. May 27th, and we'll be watching Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, and we got a lot of news, um, surprisingly. Didn't seem like it was going to be a big news week. And then all of a sudden... Um, Disney very much so jumped in and gave us a bunch of news to talk about. So that's cool. 
Another thing that's cool is we've got Peter um, tonight with Princesses and the Mouse Disney Travel. He is getting ready to join us, and we should have him on here real soon. Uh, so yeah, just a really, really cool cool show tonight. Um, real quick, um, if you don't know about us, uh, we are a Disney planning talk show podcast. Um, we go to the parks a lot, record a lot of stuff, let you guys know what's going on at the parks, uh, ride videos, shows, all that kind of stuff, and then um, post them on YouTube. So YouTube channel is always down below. Um, and then we also have a travel side, the um, Princesses and the Mouse Disney Travel. And that website is down below right now. If you're watching uh, or listening on uh, Anchor, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, Apple, wherever, um, you can find it there. It's P-A-T-M Disney Travel wixsite.com forward slash planning yeah so like i said lots lots going on this week peter's kind of messing with his lights and his camera and i don't know what, what he's got going on but he is sitting and anxiously awaiting to come on the show so without further ado um i know he's not even anywhere close to ready so i'm just gonna bring him on right now mr salvadori how you doing uh i'm good i uh I mean, I wasn't ready, but I don't think I'm going to get any more ready. So it was, it was now or never, really. <laughs> no, yeah, it, everything looks good. I mean, there's a light right here, and I can't figure out where the hell it's coming from because it's not. I, I just have no idea. I don't know if a, the light from the wind. I have no idea. If you sit right there, I can't see it. So, hence why I've now moved. Because you're like, well, I'm bringing them on ready or not. I was like, well, I guess I'm shifting slightly to the right then. No. So, so long time no talk. How's the golf season going? Uh, really well, but yeah, very, very busy. Um, but I'm in, we are in finals week this week and we are starting to enter into tournament season. So <clears throat> yesterday I was out at Bearslide all day at conference. Um, so things are going to open up a little bit even though um state is not for an entire month still it is exactly four weeks from today so um <clears throat> yeah lots of work lots of work still to do but uh guys are looking good and it's pretty exciting so there you go there you go um no we've missed you on the show like i said in the text messages uh the uh the show just it's just not as fun without somebody to interact with yeah, I, I am here to save all of our regular viewers from Matt's, uh, you know, two-bit Pixar villain monologuing. Yeah, monotonous diatribes that yeah. I have here. You have us um, trapped, and you're going to let us know exactly how you're going to kill us while we escaped suddenly <laughs> circa Austin Powers, Dr. Evil. So yeah, so this week, um, it was honestly, it was a pretty dead week when it came to Disney news until today hit. 
and then all of a sudden there was a bunch of stuff that came out um let's start over on the disney cruise side i think that was the biggest news that came out a um cruises back to alaska have started back up so you can now take the vancouver cruise um up to alaska and that's good to have back because those canadian port of calls um were not happening for the longest time so those are back but with that came the announcement of the new covid testing policy on american and canadian ports and basically it states you still have to be vaccinated um but you do your own test and they give a list of approved tests um and it has to be done within two days of your sailing and you know it was interesting to see the commentary on twitter as as this was released as far as there was a a big group of people that were like hey this is how it should have been the whole time there's another group of people that says well now you're forcing us to pay for our own testing um to go on this cruise and then there's an even bigger part saying why are we even getting tested because we're not wearing masks anywhere we're not doing anything um to protect ourselves while we're on the cruise why does it matter if anybody has covid or a documented case because there are a lot of un or t- cases that get past the tests now that they're going on these cruises so um you know for me we did the cruise in march you know doing the the covid protocol that they had in place i didn't think was a huge deal where i where i see the problem on both sides is if you're doing a land and sea you know trying to figure out where to where to get tested while you're at disney you know or taking the time out of your vacation to go get tested to go on this cruise you know where do you stand on this well, I, so I haven't looked at the full approved list. I did see the that um, they're no longer going to be doing the testing because basically it was that you sort of checked into a med check area and then you got cleared through the med check area and then you went to the actual embarkation check-in area and then you went up the gangplane onto the boat after you sort of like went through to checkpoints of checking. So they're eliminating that first checkpoint and they're requiring that you either bring the documentation or submit it ahead of time before you, ba- so now you just basically go up to what you used to, just the embarkation check-in yeah. to, to go and check in and board the boat. So I haven't read the full list of approved ones, but I do wonder, my my one wondering would be if uh, any of the at-homes are on that list. Did you happen to see that? So the, the rapid antigen test are on the list but they have to be professionally observed by a medical professional through a medical facility or telehealth provider right so you can take an at-home test and have a doctor sign off on yeah basically well they have to observe you taking the test right but how many you know how many uh prescriptions just go to a relative because there's an md you know what yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I'm in the med- medical field. I understand what you're yeah. saying there. So I, I, I wonder if, so first of all, I wonder if it opens up kind of a loophole where somebody takes a test, does, ah, crap, it's positive, grabs a person, 
swabs a nose, goes, sweet, this one's negative. Okay, let me call this friend of mine. Because let's be honest, also, the people that are going to Disney and on Disney cruises, a lot of times are relatively well-connected individuals. So the chances are in their network, there's there's an MD somewhere in there, right? Um, so yeah. so it, it does open up a possibility for people to show up with this signed medical form that, and realistically, we don't know the validity of it, but I, I know you, and you know, the medical professional field will be there and be like, oh no, malpractice, no, like, okay. But again, stuff like that. It happens, it does. No, exactly, we know that it, it does happen because nobody's worried about being sued over medical malpractice for a false COVID test, you know? Yeah. Like, um, so th there's that aspect of it. And then in that same token, like your point about land and sea trips, I mean, would the first aid area at a Disney park count? And therefore, if I'm going down there, like, because I believe they have the rampant tests um, on site in most of the first aid areas. So, you know, is that an option? And yeah, I don't know. I And that's that's the thing. I, I Because when, when I think of medical professional, you know, in my industry, it's no one, no one lower than an NP. You right. know, you have doctors, you have NPs. That's about it. Right. You know, what are they considering a medical professional? Are they considering, you know, my physical therapist a medical professional? Right. And, and I, I think it leaves it pretty well open. The other two um, tests that are available to take are the the NAT test, nucleic acid amplification test, and rapid PCR test or lab-based PCR test. Yeah. So I'm going to go to my dentist and have him sign off that he saw me take my... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, exactly. Yeah. So I just... Um, so from a standpoint of going on a cruise, that's just awesome news because now... Your, your arriving at port becomes a little bit more streamlined. You have, you know, with your passport and everything else, you just have one more stack of, of paper documents to prove and show. And, you know, <clears throat> same thing on the Disney side of it. They're probably very excited about trimming that cost of, of employing and managing that health check facility and, and procuring the tests and things like that. But, oh, this is just sort of, I chalk this one up because you asked, like, what's my opinion on all this? I chalk this one up to, meh, okay, I'm just going to follow the new protocol. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I mean, at I what point do we get... Like some people. At what point do we get over this this testing requirement for the cruise lines? Uh, hold on, I believe my daughter's... At, what are you asking? Sure. Okay. Anyway, it was very important stuff that just happened in my household. Um, yeah, and that, that's the other token, right? Like, so the FAA is, you know, backing down mask restrictions on airlines. And so, you know, to some people's point, like, you, you see both sides of it, right? Like, I don't want a confirmed case coming into contact with me. But I also know that if I come into contact with a confirmed case at the stage of where the virus is at in terms of detriment, like it's just as transmissible as ever, but in the terms of detrimental impact, it's greatly weakened itself over the course of two years. 
And in my inoculation status, I've greatly improved my defense against it over the last two years. So as much as I don't want somebody with COVID to come in contact with me, I'm also not afraid of somebody with COVID coming in contact yeah, with me. Yeah, it's not like you haven't taken the steps to take care of yourself going right. on this cruise. Right. So, I- you know, if, if somebody were to have a positive case and then and be on the cruise, would I expect them to stay in their room for the rest of the time? And then would I go on living and enjoying my cruise? Yes. But, you know. Exactly. But who's no. to say that they just keep coming out into the public? Because I mean, yeah, not, yeah. Or you know, they just don't feel they just don't feel one hundred percent, and they just go on the cruise anyway. And right, whatever. and they don't recognize it as, as yeah. what it actually is. Yeah. Um. So let's we we've got the wish coming in July. Um. Wanted to talk to you a little bit about you know kind of what you're seeing with pricing for cruises because. I was actually looking at a couple of different things with not only the wish, but the, um, the dream out of Miami this holiday season. And it seems like the prices for the dream are very, very good. Once the wish starts sailing out of Port Canaveral. Yeah. What's cool is now we're going to have instead of two out of Canaveral and one out of Miami, we've got two and two now, which is, really nice because the so i think part of what you're seeing in terms of the good price is that we now have more supply to match the demand so right it's a simple economics principle you know if if supply is lower than demand price will be high and if demand is lower than supply then price will be low and so i think what you're seeing on the dream specifically is because it's essentially it's essentially doubling the Miami offerings. And so it's about drawing business down there. I mean, that's what we're doing in October. I was about to go on the wish, but I didn't like the price and I didn't like the way the dates lined up. And then I went and looked at the dream and I liked how the dates lined up and the price tag was like, I don't know, 15, $1,800 lower. Yeah. Um, so i said okay i can fly to miami just as easily as i can you know fly anywhere else so boom there you go got the flights booked and i'm rolling out on the dream in october out of miami you know there you go there you go um yeah so wish wish starts in july when the wish starts in july the dream's gonna move down to miami um Wish is basically going to take over the itineraries that the Dream had in Canaveral. The Dream is taking over what the Fantasy had in Miami, and the Fantasy is going to longer cruises out of Miami now. Mm-hmm. So, yes, that's pretty good. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know. She came, so she first she came and asked me if she could go on the trampoline. I said, yes, sure. Then she came back and said, my friend's outside. I want to go play with her. I said, okay. And then she comes back and says, so I can go? Yes, I said, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's let's go to Magic Kingdom. Lots going on at Magic Kingdom. They're... um... Tron, 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 Tron. Yeah, well, I think the the next shoe to drop at Magic Kingdom is we're going to be seeing some news about Walt Disney Railroad. Um... Tron, Tron, Tron. <laughs> they did do a full a full speed launch last week. Yeah. Um, 
they're opening up that tunnel now to try and start laying track for Walt Disney Railroad that's going to be coming through there. They're working on, was that the Electric Supply Company, which is the gift shop outside of Space Mountain. Oh, um... Yeah, whatever the name of it is. Yeah, they're working on that facade. Yeah. And then, um, of course, Walt Disney Railroad is going to be going under Tron, which is going to be cool to see (laughs) how that works. Um, But a couple other things happening over at the Magic Kingdom is we've got a couple of reopenings. Now, the Magic Kingdom Barbershop is going to reopen on July the 31st. Um, So... Magic Kingdom Barbershop has been there since opening day. It's called the Harmony Barbershop. It's over there by the fire station in the town square. And it's going to be opening, reopening on July 31st. Reservations are going to open on June 28th. Just another cool thing to do at the parks if you're there. You know, if you need a haircut. You need you know. Bippity Boppity back. That's the other thing that's coming back. Bippity Boppity will open reopen later this year at both Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resorts. Um, didn't give an exact date, so it's kind of on that holding period pattern like minivans and dining plans and <laughs> I wasn't going to get you started on dining plans, but from now on, this is going to be called um, instead of Disney Planning Insights, it's going to be Dining Plan Initiative. <laughs> Our goal is to see the successful return of the dining plan as soon as possible. That is what we do here at the DPI podcast. It is the dining plan initiative. It it is I, I the dining plan to me is still a staffing thing. I understand that, but we need to figure this crap out because they have a, a bunch of character and, actors they gotta get back. I don't even care about all that. Like I just God, it just sucks watching the room charges rack up because normally I pay for it in advance. So the room charges are just, you know, sitting there in a few hundred dollars, maybe maybe into the thousand, you know, if you really stay for a week and and kind of drink. But man, ugh, it, just, <laughs> it just sucks watching four or five hundred dollars just slide away every day. Yeah. Ugh. And I, I know that like we've talked about it at length and you and I ran the numbers when we were doing the park planning series, you know, it ends up that even if you buy an alcoholic drink at your, at your meal, your dining plan pays for itself about half to two thirds of the way through the quick service credits on a standard plan. But yeah, exactly. It paid for itself about half to two thirds through like, yeah. So I still got, you know, I still got on a week long trip. I still got basically what amounted to like 10 meals for free plus a, what felt like a hundred snacks. <laughs> you were stuffing stacks in your bag, in your yeah, suitcase right. on the way okay. home. I missed that day at checkout going into my shop and going, I have 21 credits snack mix galore, baby kids. You want character gummies Buy two? get the sour <laughs> and the regular. Let's go. <laughs> no, that, that, that was, that, that was something uh, to be said, you know, I remember on our one of our first trips, we walked into Starbucks, and Darlene goes, "I want every cake pop in the case," because we had so many and popcorn. We had popcorn. Yeah. 
because we did it. We always did deluxe dining plans, so you ate so much damn food that you didn't need a snack at all at any point at any day. Right. It's like you guys want to get a snack. I swear to God, you say food, I will throw up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, I did the deluxe dining plan once, and we literally ate so much we threw up. This is a hot summer day in Florida. We're stuffed. Like, I'm just going to go in the bathroom and throw up, and then we can just keep going about our day. <laughs> Good old puke and rally there. Right. But not for the reason you want. <laughs> not that you ever want boot and rally to be a strategy. But, <laughs> like, we got a reservation in an hour and a half. I'm still stuffed. Let's go make room. Oh, you could you could do that. You could do that when you're not on the dining plan too. So yeah, it looked like that scene from the Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah, All right. Yeah. Now let's get confusing. You know, if dining plans aren't confusing enough for some people, let's talk about how the lightning lanes are going to change once oh. Guardians comes online. Oh, do we have to? I I think it's important. Probably. All right, so Remy's Ratatouille Adventure will be included in Genie Plus starting on May the 31st. So that basically means it's going off the individual lightning lane and going to a regular Genie Plus reservation starting May 31st. And it's going to be through at least August the 7th. Means Remy's and Cosmic Rewind will be individual lightning lanes on the 27th through the 30th. So Epcot will have two individual lightning lanes for three days and then probably in the Christmas season because they'll bring back the, the, du- the dual individual lightning lanes and cash in on full parks and people wanting to ride both of them. Exactly. Um, so also that means the August 7th date remains for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, Frozen Ever After, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, Space Mountain, and Expedition Everest. We expect Frozen Ever After to be dropped off this list. We also expect Space Mountain to be dropped off this list once Tron gets up and going. Yes. It'll be Tron and Seven Doors. And we also... Uh, we we talked, um, but what is nice is that there are virtual queues. There are, and there's going to be three of them. Right. For So that's kind of nice. So you're going to have a 7 a.m. Uh, if you have a reservation for that park, and you don't have to be in the park. Right. You're going to have a 1 p.m. Now you need to be in the park. That you need to be in the park, and then there's a 6 p.m., which is huge for people that have the the extended after hours event. So those are your deluxe resort guests on those certain days. Yep. So also and, because I'm going there on one of the extended park hour days. So one thing that was also confirmed I that technically is, I technically have a park pass to Epcot tomorrow and a pass holder preview to Tron. Guardians. Or, yeah, I just want Tron. Guardians, yeah. <laughs> time will tell if I actually fly out in the morning or not. <laughs> there is still time. It's only a two and a half hour flight. 
I have I am staring at flights that leave at six AM and then flights that come back at eight PM. It's only finals. It would yeah, right. I'm just wondering. I think the kids would disagree with me. (laughs) Which is why I'm probably no, my wife booked it and she's like, Yeah, I booked it the week before finals. Oh, cool. So you booked it on like what, the ninth, tenth? She's like, No, I booked it on the eighteenth. I was like, That is finals. That is finals. No. So, so going back before, you know, you got all sad about having a Guardians pass holder preview that you're not going to be able to use. Um, Watch me. (laughs) You will be able to get two reservations on those days of the extended hours if you're not park hopping to that park. So, you could potentially get one at the 7 a.m. drop or at the 1 p.m. drop and and at 7 p.m. That is very much my goal. On um, So, when Jesse and I are there, we're there Friday to Tuesday, and I think we have Epcot reservations four of the five days. But one of the days, we have those two universal tickets. Oh, yeah. But that's the day that there's like the extended hours. So we're probably going to run a universal and run around for a little bit and then come back over for the extra hours. So I believe you can correct me, but I believe the six o'clock, I don't have to be in the park. You do not. As long as I'm a deluxe member with the ability to park up. Correct. Right. So I believe over at universal, I will be joining a 6 PM <laughs> guardian queue on that day. Oh, uh, so we unfortunately we're not going to get the footage of this brand new ride tomorrow. Uh, well, maybe there's still there's still a chance. <laughs> I'm not uh, but definitely we will get footage of it in June because I ride it about four or five times in June. Nice, nice. We do not have a trip planned to World, which is weird. Yeah, and I'll also. I also have a lounge reservation at Space 220. So I don't know if we have or have not talked about that pro tip, but about three months ago, four months ago, not three months ago, they actually, it used to be that you would wait in the standby line for the bar top and the lounge and reservations for the, were for the restaurant. And now you actually get reservations for the restaurant that has to be the prefix menu. You can get reservations for the lounge that is an a la carte menu. And then the standby line outside is just for the 10 seats at the bar top. Yeah. So what that has done is the standby line outside is there might be four people in front of you and you might be looking at a four hour wait because they don't kick people out. Yeah. Me, me and two of my friends sat outside for two and a half hours and we were second in line. And when we got up there, there was a group of four that were seven sheets to the wind going, well, I stay here all day. Order us another drink. <laughs> it, was, oh, it was so frustrating. I gave them a glare. I gave them one of these. <laughs> No, the, the the bar is nice. You know, Shannon and I, we, we've sat at the bar at Space 220. It was a lot of fun. 
they don't kick you out. We had a few drinks. We just kind of hung out there for a little while. That's the issue. Yeah. They need to put an Oga's cap on that thing. Well, even the Oga's cap right now is. No, they'll kick you out if you don't order anything. That's the thing. You have to keep ordering. Yeah. Like, I have I have talked to many cast members because I am a frequenter of Oga's. I'm getting to the point where some of the cast members are like, oh, yeah, I know you. <laughs> I don't think that's a good thing. That's not, like, let's not celebrate that too much. But, like, I have straight up confirmed with them. They're like, oh, yeah. If somebody comes in, orders four non-alcoholic beverages and just sits there enjoying the ambiance, I'm like, bro, it's been 43 and a half minutes. You got 90 seconds to get out. <laughs> but, like, but they're like, you? You're ordering another drink every time I come back. So, I'll serve you until we close. <laughs> I, always right. love, I always love when you uh, when you check out at Oga's and they... They give you like a stack of coasters. It lets you know that you mean a lot to them. <laughs> Last thing I've got, Magic Kingdom fireworks testing announced for tomorrow night. Um, what do you think they're testing? Yeah. Fourth of July already? Um, yeah, probably. All the all the um, auxiliary launch pads. That would be a, I think that'd be a safe bet. Is, uh, or perhaps they've moved some around and they need to confirm the visuals of them and what the optics look like and everything. You actually looked good with that big box that said, hey, we only have 10 minutes left on your face. Oh, is it, it popped up bigger for you? For me, yeah. it just popped up in the small left corner. Yeah, no, it popped up on your face. Cut the red wire! <laughs> good old Zoom in their 40-minute limits now. Yeah, Move this over to Microsoft Teams. How dare a product want you to pay for extended use? I know, what I know. What capitalistic society do we live in? <laughs> Anything you've got? We haven't talked in a while. Anything that you've... No, seen? I just... Um, not really. I mean, I just stay up to date on the news and I do what I can in terms of helping clients right now. But I've just been so swamped busy that, you know... If it's not broke, don't fix it. And, you know, you and I have talked a lot about Genie Plus and how if people wouldn't use it, Disney would probably nix it. Yeah. I've got bad news for you in my my empirical evidence is I would say it's getting close to three quarters of my clients are, hey, tell me about this Genie Plus thing. Okay, so you've got this, you've got these different levels. They're like, all right. Well, let's just go ahead and add it to all the things. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, it, but it makes sense. I mean, it, at the grand scope of the trip, like what the heck's another like three, $400 to add Genie Plus for all the days. On the uh, investor call, they, they, they came out and said that it's like 60% utilization of resort guests right now. Yep. That, I, I second those numbers. I mean, in, in my evidence, I, um, you know, now at the, on the flip side of that, I would say, that my guests that go for four nights or under, Genie Plus is probably uh, 100%. Mm-hmm. But my resort guests that are going for, you know, six, seven, eight nights or longer, I would say they're at, you know, maybe a, maybe a 50%. Because, but, and that makes sense too. Like, because they're hitting the parks twice and that right. kind of stuff. Yeah. Same thing with my park hoppers. Like, if I have somebody go for like, Six nights with park hoppers, I can almost guarantee they're not getting Genie Plus. And if they are, then 
we're not adding it to the package. I'm telling them to add it on Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios days. Yeah. You know, just to just to grab those reservations while you wait in line for the other ones or grab that reservation when you sit down to eat or whatever. You know, so unfortunately, much to our disdain, um, I think it might be here to stay. And, uh, you know, it... It is. It's just. It's just sad, though. I, and the thing is, is you know, if we have a client that wants it, we're we're helping them figure it out. Like I'm working with a client sure. right now that, for sure. You know, we're 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 giving tips on what your priorities should be, and yeah, you know that kind of stuff. So don't 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 think that you know. Oh, we're against Genie Plus. We're not going to help you out. We're, no, we're definitely oh, that, here to help you out. No, and like I said, I'm adding it to three quarters of them, and then. The next conversation is, okay, so at 7 a.m., do you want to be on or do you want me to be on? Here's the first thing you want to target. You want to make sure to grab that frozen right away. Okay? Yeah. Then at 9 a.m., you're going to be able to grab another one. Don't waste your time with Figment or Nemo. Grab yourself a Soren or a Test Track. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, we 100% know the right strategy for using it. It's just, it's just a shame that at 60 days out, I, I'm booking dining reservations. At 60 days out, I used to book you three ride reservations. And then from there, along with the dining that I had done four months before, we had a hell of an itinerary built for you to where I could tell you, go do this, then enjoy your fast pass, then go do this, hit this fast pass at the end of the hour, because then you have a book, the next one bookended. Oh, this one is right here. So you're going to hit it at the beginning of it, but don't worry. It's right next to your dining reservation. You know, it just... It's great, you know, but it, it leaves a bit more. Here's the reason. Here's my one knock against it. It leaves more of the vacation at the hands of the people who have spent the money and are trying to enjoy it. And me as the travel guy and the person who's trying to help you through it, I would much rather take care of it for you at 6 a.m. and two months ahead of time so that you can just go and enjoy your vacation. Exactly. I, I hate to think that my clients who have spent all of this money are now going down there with just my tips and they're responsible for execution. Yeah, I mean, I know on my clients, uh, a lot of a lot of the friends that I do, they ask for like a, a, a cheat sheet, you know? So I, I build them little cheat sheets on each day, you know, here's where your reservations are. Here's Here's where you should put your focus for that day you know, knowing them and knowing what they want to do while they're at the parks, you know, we get that detailed with some of our clients. So it's just really just, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be around. Yeah. Cause I used to plan it all for them and now I'm just going, all right, here's the best case scenario. Here's your option B like, you know, it's almost like I'm crisis planning instead of vacation planning. Exactly. Exactly. Best way to put it. Yeah, because like, you're like, what? Well, what's my pivot here? And right. you know, like, okay, if you hit this and it's 90 minutes, like, don't go do that. Go, <laughs> go over to this thing and hit it at 30. But if it's at like 45, boy, jump on that. You know, like, it, and it and it used to be like, okay, you get there, you're gonna go blank, 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 blank. You're gonna go hit all of this. Don't worry about that because we got that fast pass at one o'clock. You know, I I just I, I hate that. And, you know, and then you got to, like, weigh the budgetary thing. You got to go, okay, so what's the best thing for us to do at Hollywood Studios? Is it for you to hit the 30 minutes early, crush all 
of Toy Story Land before the park opens, then get up into Sunset before Tower of Terror gets the 100-minute wait and grab that as everybody else is scouring over to Toy Story and, and Rise and pay the $15 for Rise? Or do you pay $15 for the day, book the Toy Story, you know, book Slinky Dog or book Tower of Terror and then get there 30 minutes early and run for Rise? Yeah. And hope that you're on and off it right around park open. And you know, hope, I hope that Rise is open. Right. Because, I mean, the, the I don't want the right answer to be for any of my clients. Let's spend 30 bucks a person just to go into Hollywood Studios. Yeah. You know, I just, I, it just, it is. It, but that's where we're at. I mean, it, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, sure is. Well, Peter, tell everybody where they can find you at. I don't even know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think uh, it, so the best place to find me is on Facebook if you go into Facebook and you type in princesses and the mouse I guarantee I'm going to be the top hit but I also know that if you type in Disney travel agent like I'm going to be up in the top of that pretty well as well because um, we are very very active on Facebook um, but then Matt mentioned the Wix site the PATM travel Wix site uh, earlier you can find us there as well um, and then obviously with everything that Matt does everything scrolls by so just snap a picture of that with your phone if uh, you need to get in contact with me but um you know that's the thing i hope you take away from this podcast is like stuff is constantly changing and you want somebody in your corner who knows what's going on especially whether it's your first time or your 50th time stuff has changed so much for matt and i and we go multiple times a year every year so yeah. if you haven't been in three years nothing about planning a disney trip is the same as what you did three years ago <laughs> You know, so um, let us be on your be on your side because it costs you nothing and you get all our expertise for it. So uh, we have one minute and 30 seconds. So my 90 second warning, just like I said about the Oga's guests is happening. So <laughs> I guess I am bailing out and I'm going to let Matt handle this outro and all that fun stuff. But hopefully I will be on much more often and uh, send us your questions so that we can have stuff to talk about instead of just blathering like idiots. Yeah, and we'll have a bunch bunch more videos coming out over the summer as we can find some time to get together. So yeah, we'll get together and record some stuff. For you yep. guys. But, so Peter, thanks right. for coming on, bud. Sixty seconds and counting. All Peter. right, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> All right, that was Peter with Princesses and the Mouse Disney Travel. Um, awesome to have him back on. Like he said, it'll be much more of a a weekly occurrence to have him back um and believe me if you've ever done one of these um for yourself it's always nicer to have somebody here with you to chat and um commiserate with sometimes um but want to thank everybody for joining us tonight a couple of people to reach out to and thank the 360 Video Network, thanks for subscribing to the channel this month. Uh, Brian Heidel, you'll come up here in a second. You did the same thing. Thank you very much for subscribing to the channel. Um, if you haven't subscribed to the channel, you know, definitely do that over on Facebook. Um, we put out a ton of stuff Disney-wise, whether it's, like I said, ride videos, um, park, walkthroughs shows we just released um at the beginning of the the month uh or beginning of april 
a huge multi-angle harmonious uh, recording, which is awesome. Uh, last one here, Disney Adventure Vlogs. Thank you very much for subscribing to the channel. Um, great to have you guys on board. We are um, excited to have a bunch of Disney people following us as well. Um, and it, like I said, if you don't follow us, think about doing that because we um, very much appreciate it. So thank you very much, everybody, for watching, listening, everything that you guys do. Um, I am going to jump into the closing now. You guys all have a good week. Hey, we had a guest this week. It was Peter from Princesses and the Mouse Disney Travel. Uh, you can find him over on Facebook at PATM Disney Travel or on our website. find the dpi podcast well you found us here where you found us um thank you mainly where we're found is on facebook at dpi podcast over on twitter at disney insights and on youtube the disney planning insights podcast check us out on those three things like follow subscribe do all the things we appreciate you for doing that guys all for watching listening everything that you do for the podcast um we will see you next week talk more disney have a good week